0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I hope, inshallah, you have my picture and my voice clearly. If I receive the confirmation, inshallah, we can start our webinar. Okay. Uh, Alhamdulillah, once again we are able to have our webinar. Uh, we are in the blessed month of Rajab and this webinar is broadcasted from Qom. Uh, I think this would be our last session on this uh, why saying 149. We have already had uh, several sessions and we reached this point. Yakhshalmaut wala imam says do not be one of those people who have fear of death they are afraid of death yakhsha there is a fear of al-mut death What wala yubadirul fawt but the problem is that although he has fear of death he doesn't try To make the maximum benefit from his time, from his life, from the blessings that Allah has given him. So he wastes his time. This is the problem. If you have a very important exam, if you have a very important meeting, very important, I don't know, trip expecting you know many good important guests to come to your house and your time is very limited or in the case of death even you don't know how much time you have you don't know you have a year a month a day a minute nothing is known so rationally you have to be very alert And try to use your time in a very efficient way but the sad thing is that there is a contradiction between our fear of death our worries about our life coming to an end unexpectedly and on the other hand not being ready not trying to prepare ourselves not using every second of our life even sometimes we don't have plan for our days, let alone our second of, or minute of our life. This is a problem. So there is a kind of contradiction here. So Imam says, you do not be one of the people that yakhshal wala al-fawt. If a person is a rational person, a wise person, a good believer, so first of all, he would not uh, have fear of death. Even if he has fear of the death, it's not because he is attached to this dunya. His fear is because he is worried that maybe he has not done all his responsibilities, maybe had some, you know shortcomings So, from this perspective is okay to have fear of death but to have fear of death because you don't want to move to the next world, you don't want to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's a bad thing there is a beautiful hadith that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Ibn Mas'ud and Rasulullah said to Ibn Mas'ud that if Uh, someone has uh, a kind of dislike or hesitation to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have liqa'u Allah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also would not like to meet him. And if someone loves to meet Allah, Allah also would love to meet him. Uh, The exact wording of the hadith is as follows. Uh, I'm quoting this hadith from al Wafi, You know, the late Mullah Muhsana Faith Kashani He has a very uh, Expanded work on hadith Called al Wafi, In volume 26, page 213 Rasulullah Sallallahu wa sallam According to this hadith Said to Ibn Mas'ud "Wazim ala mufaraqat dunya Try to be ready to be determined for departing from this dunya. Wa ahibalaka Allah wala tākrāh. try to love meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not dislike meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the resurrection. Allāh, because truly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yuhbulla ka man yuhabulla ka Allah loves the meeting of the person who loves meeting Allah وَيَكْرَهُ اللَّقَاءَ مَنْ يَكْرَهُ اللَّقَاءَ And Allah doesn't like the meeting of the one who doesn't like to meet Allah So Allah doesn't impose Himself on anyone He looks at your heart If you want to meet Him, He loves to meet you If you don't want to meet Him, He also doesn't want to meet you Okay. A person went to Imam Sadiq, Salaam, and this is a hadith uh, which I'm quoting from Al-Kafi, Volume 3, page 134, and also Ma'an al-Akhwar by Shaykh al-Sadu, page 236. He went to Imam Sadiq and asked about this fact that we had in this hadith and maybe in other places. He said, O oh, Imam, uh, he said, the exact word is this, "Aslahak Allah, may Allah bring all your actions into good form, for example, all your efforts into good form, may everything will be alright for you. Man ahabba Allah, ahabba liqaa, Allah, abghadha He wanted to confirm this, he had heard that Allah loves meeting the one that he loves to meet Allah and Allah doesn't like meeting the one who he doesn't like to meet Allah so he wanted to confirm is it true is it correct Imam alayhi salam said yes so then he was worried he said "By Allah we are worried that you know uh, he said "By Allah uh, we don't like death so he was worried that therefore it's a b- bad sign that Allah also doesn't love to meet us then Imam Alayhi uh, gave a very uh, kind of uh, good bashara, good you know news the Imam said yes it is true that if you don't like to meet Allah, Allah would not like to meet you but it's after seeing the death Ma'yanah, Muayana means to see. Maybe someone at the moment is worried of death. He is very frightened of death. But this doesn't mean necessarily he's a bad person. He's just worried because he's not sure what is going to happen. You know about uh, punishment of his you know, actions. He's not very, uh, uh, you know confident about his performance or her performance. But when the person is dying and actually seeing the death, when he is in the transition period to the other world, then that's the time to judge. Those who are movement, when they are moving to the next world, they would see the beauties of that world what is prepared for them because of their performance of course they would love to go to the next world and they would love to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then Allah loves to meet them Allah doesn't say one hour ago or one day ago or one month ago you know you didn't want to meet me no that's the time that is important and if someone at that time sees the problems, then he would not like to die, then Allah would not like to meet him. So Imam alayhi said, after he said, la by Allah, we don't like death, Imam said, tafha. No, it's not in the way that you think. The criterion is How do you like death At the time of seeing your death When he sees the death If he sees something which he loves Then nothing would be more beloved to him dearer to him than dying he just wants to die as soon as possible then Allah loves to meet him and he loves to meet Allah at that time but when he sees what he doesn't like because people see different things it's not that everyone would see at the time of death the same thing some people see gardens, they see beautiful faces, some people would see hell, would see ugly faces, angry faces, so it depends what they experience at that time. If he sees ما يكره, what he doesn't like, then شَيْءٌ مِنْ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ يبغض Nothing would be more hated by him than Meeting Allah and Allah also doesn't like to meet him, so people would have different experience. Okay, a mu'min therefore is the one who is thinking seriously about his departure. He remembers death. He prepares himself for death. He loves to meet Allah subhanahu wa taala, though. He appreciates every little time of his life, every moment of his life, he appreciates, he's grateful for that, he's waiting for Allah's decision about his departure, as Amir al-Mu'minin said in Khutbah-Muttaqeen, uh, in the sermon of the pious, لَوْلَا الْآجَالُ الَّتِي كَتَبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ لَهُمْ لَمْ تَسْتَقِرْ arwahum فِي أَجْسَادِهِمْ تَرْفَتْ عَيْنٍ had it not been for the deadlines which were fixed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for them, their souls, their spirits would not remain in their bodies even for one eye blink. إلى <laughs> Because they want to go and see the reward that Allah has promised the pious people and also because of the fear that they have of the punishment. But anyway, they are patient, they remain till Allah decides for them to depart. They appreciate every single day, every single minute that Allah gives them. But they are not attached to this dystonia. They are not worried of uh, living behind the house or property or money or children or family. They know that everything belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I have a role for some limited period of time what is important is that at that time I do my best then inshallah after that Allah will take uh, care of everything so Amirul al-Mu'min said do not be one of those people who have fear of death but they don't do anything they don't act upon their knowledge and understanding of the greatness of death they waste their time, they delay doing good things, they delay repentance so on and so forth then the next sentence is يَسْتَعْظِمُ مِنْ مَعْصِيَةِ غَيْرِهِ مَا منه من نفسه. it's very beautiful this is another contradiction that we find among many people. Maybe we are also included. You can judge better about yourself. من when he looks at the scenes, معصية, disobedience scenes of other people he would judge about them, he would take them to be great. He says, oh, what awful actions they have, terrible sins they commit. How can they dare doing all these bad actions? But the problem is that, if they do themselves the same things, they take it easy. Oh, these are not very important either they don't even understand that they are bad or even if they understand the bad they take it very simple as minor problem if someone does the same thing that they do they look at that person in very negative way but if they do the same thing they take it easy they take it very light this is very bad you know, our hadith says that if someone says that my sins are not important, this makes his sins great and grave sins. For example, the hadith says something like this Be very careful to avoid the sins which are underestimated. What is the thing which is understood, the sin that the person who commits it says, these are not important. These are the things which are going to be forgiven. Look, other people do much more than what I do. So if someone doesn't attach importance and significance to his sins, even if they are small sins, then it makes it great, it makes it big. You know, if I do a little mistake and I accept, then inshallah I will be forgiven. But if I do a little mistake and they, it's not important, instead of asking for apologies, I say it's not important, then you feel bad. So what you yourself judge about other people, you have to be at least fair enough to do the same judgment for yourself. But I'm saying at least because it's better if we are more critical of ourselves than others. So if someone does something wrong, it's better to give him the credit of doubt. Maybe he was not aware, maybe he forgot, maybe he had some excuse, maybe Allah will forgive him because his good actions, for example. With Tawbah, one and so forth, but when it comes to myself, I have to be very critical of myself. Don't give any excuse to myself. So this is better. But at least I should treat myself equal to others. Not that I take always my own side. This is bad. So Imam Ali says that. يستعظم, means do not be one of those who غيره, he considers as great the sins of other people نفسه, but he takes it very light he says it's very little if he himself commits the same thing or even more منه, if he himself has more he takes it very simple on the other hand, when it comes to good actions, let's move on to the next slide. Yes, when it comes to good action, if he does something good, he takes it as something great. But, for example, He has done a little service. He thinks that, oh, he has done a great, you know, action. But if someone else does the same thing, he takes it very simple. Or another interpretation is, what we do with respect to Allah, if we were masters and our servants did the same with us, we take it not acceptable you know imagine if you had created someone like you are created by Allah if you had done the same thing and you have given that creature everything his life his intelligence his health energy power respect reputation parents relatives friends house food education security everything how much then you expect from that servant and you think if what we do for allah we were receiving from our servants would we ever be pleased with our servants no no one would be pleased with what we are doing with respect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we would expect from our servant to worship us day and night, to be grateful day and night not even think for a moment of committing a sin. You know there is a story that once an angel appeared as a human being for Faraon, and asked him about what would be Faraon's reaction if he has a servant that he has created, he has brought up, given him everything, given him power, and then that servant of him doesn't obey him, even denies for example its existence you know that Pharaoh at one time said "Ma lakum min I don't know any God for you other than myself because he had different claims sometimes he said Ana I am your greatest Lord it means that there is God but I am more than and higher than God but then he went higher and he said indeed I don't know of any God for you other than myself Ma min ilahin so that angel asked Pharaoh, if you have a servant you have given him a lot but he does this what would you do with him Pharaoh said I will make him drone in the sea indeed this was the future that he planned for himself and Allah did the same with him. so we unfortunately underestimate our bad performance, and we overemphasize on our little good actions. This is the problem. So Imam Ali says, "Do not be one of the people who yasta of the moment." ما يَسْتَقِلُّ أكثر منه من نفسه، ويستكثر من طاعته. he takes as great his own obedience acts of obedience ما يحقره من طاعة غيره. while if the same thing is done by others he would take it very simple. فهو على الناس طاعن ولنفسه مداهن So, he is very critical of other people, but with respect to himself, he always compromises. He has very good and positive view about himself. He cannot see the good points in others, always blaming, always criticizing. But when it comes to himself, he cannot see any negative point. In others he cannot see good points, in himself he cannot see negative points. This is very bad. It should be quite opposite. We should be able to overlook bad bad, uh, qualities in people and just see the positive things as much as possible. I'm not saying, of course, all the time, but I'm saying as much as possible. Try to overlook bad actions of people, especially when they are more men and in principle, they want to be good people. They have having you know some kind of imperfection so we should take it easy but when it comes to ourselves we should not take any single action which is bad or negative easy very critical of course not too much that you lose your confidence and you cannot never understand you know that what you did was right or wrong But most of people are thousands of miles away from reaching that point that they become too critical of themselves. But there are some people who are like that, so we don't advise them to, you know, be very harsh with themselves. But most of the people need to be a little bit harsher with themselves because they tend to overlook their own negative points. So, Imam says, Do not be like the people that are Ta'an, they criticize, they blame others, but when it comes to themselves, they are mudahan and they compromise, they take it easy, they accept, they tolerate their bad actions. The next is Allah <laughs> ma'al min al he loves to spend his time with the rich people in lahw lahw is something which is not beneficial if you remember we had discussion when we were talking about surah luqman about lahw lahwa hadith. what is the meaning of lahw we explained there uh, in details Lahv is something which is not fruitful, which is not beneficial. Something that just you do to kill your time, to keep yourself busy, and perhaps have a little bit of pleasure, like listening to music in many times. I'm not saying all types of music are lahv, but many of them are lahw. Or, for example, just um, chatting, you know, idle chatting, you know, surfing the net sometimes. It's just love. I want to kill my time. I want to be busy with something because I am worried of being uh, left alone with myself. I don't want to think about my serious problems. I want just to keep myself busy. So, he prefers to be in presence in the meetings of rich people even if they are not doing anything useful just he feels very happy that I am sitting next to someone who has a big factory someone who has a private plane someone who has you know lots of I don't know companies he feels very happy what are you doing there? just normal chat we talk about everything but if there is another meeting with the poor people who are remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for example, remembering is not just to say in remembering Allah can be for example they are learning. Few students who are learning. Or people who are talking about doing good work for the community, charity work, anything for the sake of Allah is a remembrance of Allah. He doesn't like that. When he's in such a meeting he wants to leave soon. But when he is in the presence of the rich people, he doesn't want to finish that meeting this is another contradiction so we should not be one of those people <laughs> he prefers to have that type of amusement which is not useful, useless with the rich people than uh, having remembrance of Allah with the poor people ala ghayrihi wala alayha the next slide this is uh, similar to what we said before he judges about others in his own favor but he never judges against himself for the favor of others on behalf of others you know in many times we have to make a judgment between us and others I want to sell something so I have to judge whether what I am giving to my customer is good or not the is the price good is this a fair business or my relation with my wife, with my husband, with my children, with my neighbors, my colleagues. So, we need to do lots of judgments between us and others. A moment has to be munsef, has to be fair. So that he would only side by the truth, by the justice, not by himself or herself. Who said that I have to be always right? I mean I am always right, yes, I have to be always right. But who said that this is the case? Many times we are wrong. So we should be able to judge against ourselves. How many of us have this quality? If you have this quality, mashallah, may Allah help you and you know keep this for you. That in a day, maybe five times, six times you say I did mistake you are right she was right he was right but many people rarely happens that they accept that they were wrong some people never accept but many people rarely accept that they were wrong this is a problem so imam says do not be one of those people that they judge against others for their own benefit, on their own side they stand, but when it comes to uh, the opposite, they are not the same. Then, imam says يُرْشِدُ nafsah." another contradiction, he tries to guide other people but, he deceives and misguides himself. This is another problem. Of course, the translation the slide, maybe not exactly what is the Hadith saying. yurshidu gairah. He guides other people. He says to the people that this is the way you should say your Salat. But, when it comes to himself, he doesn't do the same thing. He's either... Mm, careless, or even, uh, even if he understands, he doesn't take it seriously. He says, you know, this is the way you should treat your wife, but he doesn't observe it. This is the way you should treat your husband, she doesn't observe it. This is the way you treat your children, your parents, your neighbor. So this is a very bad thing, that he's uh... concern is to guide people of course this side is not bad that you want to guide people but the problem is that you who wants to guide others would misguide himself this is the problem, this is a contradiction Even unfortunately sometimes people are too strict in guiding other people, they want to force them and impose on them things yes there are certain things that Allah says we have to do Amr al-Ma'roof we have to ask them to observe or Nahyan al-Munkar ask them to stop but many times we should not do it as a command it depends on how necessary it is sometimes very nicely gently, indirectly you can help people to be on the right path to follow the path of guidance not by shouting at them being angry with them so it's good to want guidance for others in a wise and rational and religious way but it's important more than anything else that you want your own guidance this is something that we have to be always aiming at inshallah because I want to finish so I am going fastly فَهُوَ wa He is obeyed, but he himself disobeys. His children obey him. The people who work for him obey him. His wife, her husband, I don't know, they obey him or her. This is the way he likes. She likes to be obeyed. And many people obey. But he or she disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala disobeys the people who have right of obedience over him or her if obedience is good so why you don't obey yourself the one who has authority on you above all Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rasulullah, Imams and the people who have right of obedience if obedience is bad why you want to be obeyed yourself Do you like, as a teacher, to be disobeyed by your students? Do you like, as a mother, to be disobeyed by your children? Do you like, as a husband, that, for example, your wife doesn't listen to you at all? In anything? So you have to yourself also be fair. So uh, this is another contradiction. يَطَاعُ وَيَعْصِي Similar to that, يَسْتَوْفِي Wala Yufi. He asks people to be loyal to him, but he is not loyal. He asks people to keep the promises to him, but he doesn't keep his promise. When he gives money, he expects people to give him back completely and quickly, but he doesn't give back what he owes to people completely and quickly. So basically, he wants everything to come to him in full, But he doesn't want to give to the people in full if he's selling something he wants to get all the money quickly but if he himself is buying something he wants to give it you know later so this is a problem if he buys for example one kilogram of I don't know banana he wants to take really one kilogram of banana one thousand grams even if possible more but if he is selling 1 kilogram of banana he is careless he gives less or at least he is not cautious to make sure that he gives the exact amount or a little bit more to be on the safe side so this by itself has a big you know impact on our life yastawfi wa la yufi and the last sentence. يخشى الخلق فِي غير ربه وَلَا يَخْشَى رَبَّهُ فِي خَلَّقِهِ Another problem is that he has fear of people, he fears people not for the sake of Allah, not in the religious way, not because Allah has asked him to do so is fearful of people, what can people do with me if I am pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Why you are worried of people? Yes, I have to have very good relation with people, I have to be kind with them, I have to be respectful to people, I have to be nice with people, warm with people, yes. But this is everything that Allah wants from me. But if I am doing my um, responsibilities, my duties, if I'm doing what is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why I should be worried too much about people? What are they going to do with me? What are they going to say about me? You have to make sure that you do what is right and appropriate. So he has fear about what people may do or say about him. وَلَا يَخْشَى رَبَّهُ فِي But he doesn't have fear of God about the way he treats the people so he has more fear for people than he has for his Lord this is a problem every sentence here has lots of you know points that can be practical can be applicable to our life but because our time was very short so I rushed so in this way alhamdulillah we managed at least to have a quick review of uh, this beautiful saying of Imam Ali Salam if you have questions, you know, please put forward. And, uh, inshallah, we will start with a new saying of Imam Ali Salam, inshallah, next week. Thank you very much. Now, let's see if we have some questions. Yes. We have three questions, and I think that's enough, for because we don't have that much time, and I don't want to delay you. Question one, salam alaikum regarding the story you mentioned about Faraon could you explain something you once said about how we somehow prepare make our own future that we expect to happen is what eventually happens? yes uh, you know we have uh, this concept of tafa'ul and tatayyur many times uh, what happens to us is what we ourselves have somehow uh, predicted or somehow expected to happen Therefore, you should always try to be positive. Always try to think in a good way about yourself or other people. If you say, I'm going to become, you know, I don't know, poor all the time, then you become poor. There's a great chance. I'm not saying 100%. If you say, you know, my child is going to become a bad person, I'm sure that he's a bad person. So, then there's a great chance that he may become like that you have to be positive, you have to be always thinking of good options this is something that we can understand from our Hadith and even from the Quran so always try to think of positive options and then inshallah try also to reach that point Uh, for example, Firaun, he himself planned for himself to be drowned, or you know some ulama say that for example Prophet Yusuf when the ladies you know uh, had expectation of haram or you know anyway some kind of pleasure what did he say he said Rabbis sejnu ahabu mimma yad'unani Allah to be put in prison is better for me than giving a positive answer to what they want from me so who decided for him to later be put in the prison in a sense he himself he said you know it's better for me so so it's very important that always you think of good options for yourself and I'm not saying 100% this is going to happen, but many times this is going to happen. So always be hopeful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Hadith: Qudsi, أنا عند ظن I am close to what uh, my believing servant thinks of me. If you say Allah is going to forgive me, inshallah He's going to forgive you. you say Allah is not forgiving me, so he may not forgive you. So you have to be always positive always hopeful and inshallah work accordingly and inshallah you are going to be given what you have hoped inshallah but it has lots of details you know. I just say it very briefly question 2 the contradiction you have described is very common among ourselves what is the cause of this and how do we overcome it the main cause is selfishness self-centeredness egocentrism, this is the main problem we want everything to be at our service but we don't want to be at the service of truth, at the service of justice this is the main problem we cannot understand our faults, we cannot understand our duties we cannot therefore understand our shortcomings and our mistakes and sins this is the problem we have to be uh, focused and concerned with the truth not with myself question 3 thank you for sharing this excellent hadith I feel like this was uh, talking to me and I feel guilty of everything mentioned but what do I do from here so you have to be grateful to Allah if you have such feeling because this shows at least you are fair Because many of us have these problems, but uh, we think that we don't have these problems. So the fact that you think that you have these problems is good. It means that, alhamdulillah, you are alert, you are a person who is self-critical. So this is a good point, alhamdulillah. And then, after accepting this, then we can work on improving ourselves. We should list the problems that we have and try to work towards healing ourselves if it's difficult for me to accept my mistake I have to do it more and I have to be brave to say I have done mistake if you do it several times then it becomes a habit so it's very good to accept that we have the problem because it is the first step but some of them have also a special Treatment some is general like I said, but some of the problems have also a specific solutions uh, We don't have time unfortunately to go into details Question four: Salam alaikum, Shaykh alaikum, what is the best way to convey message to friends that uh, how much Could you have seen and are continue to see the rewards from Allah after being changed to be closer to Allah in every day-to-day life. Do we have to go into details of our good actions, or will that be considered that we are bragging? And in doing so, we ourselves would lose our close connection to Allah. The point is, where do we draw the line? Yes, you know, it is good to mention some of your achievements to people, but you have to be also careful. First of all we have to be careful that it's not a matter of showing off or being proud of ourselves or admiring ourselves this is one problem. The second is that what other people will think about us so if you are really sure that your intention is pure and the other people would not take it you know, in a wrong way or negatively so it's good to say it's a matter of encouraging people Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la says you should speak to people about the blessings of Allah for you the blessing that Allah has given to you uh, this is good but uh, as I said you have to be careful Sometimes maybe you don't need to say that this is me you can say you know someone uh, sometimes no it's important that they know it's you because otherwise they don't don't take it seriously so all in all uh, what you have to do is to first make sure that your niyyah is correct and pure second that this is the best way to encourage that person there are other ways which are better so try not to talk that much about your own positive things because it can be misunderstood it can sometimes uh, cause problems you know many times you know you do something good as soon as people know about it then you would lose Tawfiq to continue uh, because sometimes Uh, Either they are jealous, or even if they are not jealous, you yourself, you know, would become proud of yourself. So some of the things should remain between only you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But as I said, if it is really a matter of being the best chance for educating other people, uh, or somehow people should know about you that, you know, you have this because otherwise they will think in a negative way about you, then that's another issue. okay I think that was the last question Uh, I thank you for your attention I thank you inshallah for the prayers that you have been uh, doing for us and inshallah you are going to do more may Allah inshallah help you, help your families, your community inshallah and our worldwide community may inshallah Allah enable us to achieve more and more in the remaining of the month of Rajab, this months of Rahmah and forgiveness may Allah enable us to Get ready and prepared for the month of Shaaban and Ramadan Insha'Allah. May Allah give healing and shifa For all our physical and spiritual diseases and illnesses May Allah give shifa to all the people who are ill May Allah give inshallah security and safety to all who live under terror and fear May Allah hasten the appearance of Imam Mahdi Allah sharif And make him very pleased Very very pleased inshallah With our deeds with our sayings, insha'Allah. Wa attul da'wana an alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin